So what I told you is true, from a certain point of view. Present. <laughs> Welcome to a certain point of view. <laughs> You're just rolling with it? Oh my gosh. I have no idea what that sounded like. You want to start over? <laughs> I kind of want to keep going. Okay. <laughs> well, friends, hello there. Welcome to a certain point of view. Um, I'm Michael. I'm Ben. And Ben is wet now. <laughs> the- <laughs> Ben spit water on himself from laughing. I don't know. I, I don't I, know. Michael always tries to throw me off with the with the like with the introductions, and sometimes when I say hello there, when we're supposed to say it, he'll just like do like the Babu Frick thing or hey, like Fat Albert or whatever. And I decided I was gonna try and just slurp my water really loudly into the mic, but I made myself laugh in the process, and I just choked on the water. <laughs> and I think Michael was really confused why I was taking a sip of water right when we were. Speaking. I wasn't because I knew that's what you were doing, but then I was like, present, <laughs> present, <laughs> present. Oh, oh, I don't. I'm sorry, guys. I'm lightheaded now. So that was a great intro. We're getting better and better at these, I think. More and more professional. Yeah, really. more and more professional. I think. Oh God. So, <laughs> uh, thank y'all for listening. Um, so, how are you doing today, brother? I'm good. Um, I've had a good day. It's, we're recording at a different time, so I'm a little thrown off. But it's actually really nice getting it is, to it's really record weird. with the sunlight in yeah. here and everything. We usually record on Sunday nights, but this is uh, Sunday afternoon, and it's beautiful. The blinds are open, and mm-hmm. uh, I've actually gotten to rearrange the studio, and it's actually really different in yeah. here. And it's quite comfortable, I I'm think. I'm, like, sitting in a rocking chair, yeah. and, like, it's, it's nice. I'm just kind of chilling. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm really digging the vibes in here. Um, it's pretty cool. I like it. So, um, we basically, me and my wife did a whole bunch of rearranging in our house yesterday. It looks great. And thank you. I appreciate it. Um, that's what she finds relaxing. So (laughs) (laughs) what a concept. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so guys, we have a pretty light podcast in general. It's going to be a really fun. Uh, feel good podcast <laughs> yeah um uh really what we're gonna do is first of all we have a really light news uh jedi business day today yeah and, and then after that the main topic is just going to be what do we love about star wars and when did we start loving it yeah kind of like what made us fall in love with it yeah. in the first place um you know and then we'll probably just go back and forth telling stories about when we were kids yeah because and it's funny we grew up ben and i grew up together but i don't know when ben really started loving Star yeah Wars, so. i think we both have different stories we definitely of, do like Mine, you were like super young when yeah. i fell in love with it so yeah for for context for those who don't know michael and i like we're very close but we are on it we're actually like Somewhere between like six to seven years apart as far as age goes, right? Or is it five to six years? <laughs> We're five. We're five years apart. I was okay. born in 89. You were born well, in 94. Just, yeah. Depending on the time of year yeah. or whatever, but you're six about years five. Like about five. As far as numbers years. go. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, but yes, we are close. <clears throat> but we did, um, 
you know, when you're kids, you grow up doing different things. Especially yeah. Ben was super young, so we didn't hang out with our baby brother all that much. <laughs> yeah, stupid baby brother. <laughs> but then Josh and I had a lot of probably Star Wars things in common. Mm-hmm. We probably would share more things together in that realm. Yeah. But uh, but yeah, so I'm actually curious to hear some of your stories, and um, and I have a few as well. So uh, what do you say we just go on and get into our Jedi business? Easy. Jedi business. Go back to your drinks. Alright, so this week in Jedi business, Michael actually finished Clone Wars. Almost finished Clone Wars. Yeah, he finished season 5. And he has, like, the last arc of season six so left. like, three so, episodes left. Yeah, the Yoda arc, which is one of my favorites in the whole series. So I'm excited for you to watch it. I think I'm you're going to love it. Yeah. I finally got past that dreadful droid arc in season <laughs> yeah. five. I, y'all, I could not handle it. Yeah. <laughs> it was so bad. Yeah. But I'm the, so glad that I got past it because... Oof. Yeah. Now, you, I know you hated it, but... <clears throat> We were talking at one point. There's like kind of one redeemable part of that arc, and I think it's in like the third episode of it, where they meet the the uh, the clone that had amnesia. Yes, yes. And he 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 was actually a clone commando, and so like you got to kind of see this interesting thing where it's like some clones just like randomly will get like lost amongst the war stuff mm-hmm. and then sold into slavery. Yeah, and have no idea. Like it was, I liked that part. That, yeah, that there was one episode out of four episodes <laughs> that I had to endure here. Yeah. One episode out of those was actually enjoyable because I did like that clone story yeah. arc. And then there, you know, after the first one or two episodes of that arc, that pit droid gets less annoying. Yeah, he does. He gets less annoying. He's a little bit more endearing. So, um, and then R two is awesome. He he always kicks butt. So I'm down for that anytime. Um, so yeah, once, once I got past that certain part, probably the last two episodes of the arc were not as bad. The first two are like, I just, I don't know what I'm, how I'm going to get past this. Yeah. But the arc after that, holy crap. Now that's the one, the one right after that, remind me which one that is. Okay. So, oh dude. Yes. Okay. So basically that droid arc, Mm -hmm. I can't believe I forgot about this. The droid arc is in the middle of season five. Yeah. After that, there is this arc where Maul and Savage Opress. Oh my gosh, yes, yeah, this arc is so it's, good. It's like one of my favorite. I cannot believe I forgot this was in this season. Yes. But it's basically, I've just gone, I've blown through ever since I finished yeah. that one arc. So I've just, it's all kind of a mess in my mind. But it's Maul and Savage Opress are on Mandalore. And yep. it's just like. The episode called Lawless, uh, The Lawless. Yeah. Holy crap. It's one of the best. It's one of the best Star Wars things that I've ever seen. Yeah. And we see Sidious, too. We don't just see Palpatine. We see. You see Sidious Sidious as. And he is awesome. In, like, full power (laughs) mode. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So. And then after that is the Ahsoka stuff, which was also super, super good and super emotional and sad. Yeah. And the, and the, uh, man, that arc with, I, I, I'd been waiting for you to get to that Mandalore arc because. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yes. Like the stuff with Maul and Savage is awesome. But the stuff with Obi-Wan and Justine 
Uh, uh, no, Satine. Satine, sorry. Yeah. Justice Satine. Yeah. Justine. Justine. <laughs> like a YouTuber. Um, no, it's... Um, I'm Justine. Well, actually, I, Justine, is a YouTuber. Oh. <laughs> I'm so old. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Justice Satine. Um, yeah, she, her and Obi-Wan have that story as well. And, like, so I good, love that, that whole arc because you get to see Obi-Wan... In a way that you really haven't seen him before. Mm-hmm. You see his struggle with attachment. And you see, like, so yeah. much emotion out of him, too. I, oh, it's gosh, beautiful. It's so and then we also see a lot with Pre Vizsla mm-hmm. and um, uh, Bo-Katan. Yep. And the, the Darksaber is in there a lot. Yep. Darth Maul freaking wields it. Yep. Like, oh, my gosh, you guys. It's so good. I will go back and visit that arc very often. Oh, yeah. I will. I mean... There's That's a... what I've kind of decided about this show. I really enjoy the show because there are arcs that are like movies within yeah. the show. So I can go back and watch whatever movie I want. Like I that... just did quotes, <laughs> air yeah. quotes, on a podcast. Whatever uh, movie. <laughs> you did... <laughs> whatever <laughs> movie I want. Yeah. No, but it's I really enjoy that about the show. And that's mm-hmm. kind of what I hope. I think The Mandalorian is kind of doing, which I kind of, yeah. which I really like that mm-hmm. too. So it. They might be, you know, less episodes, the arcs will, but they're still, like... Kind of there. It's still about the same amount of time, though. Yeah. the episodes are longer than Clone Wars episodes. Yeah. I love the... um, That's kind of how I end up watching Clone Wars now, is I think about arcs that I really wanted to watch. Like, like recently I went back and I watched the Umbara arc again. Where it's like that that Jedi that ended up like he was a he was a general that he was really really he he ended up being evil but he was a terrible general like and was he kept sacrificing it was a clone and everything clone centric it was arc. a clone centric arc that has been by the way I'll sorry I don't mean to interrupt you but that has been one of my favorite things about the show hundred percent it gets really into the clones being more than just like robots yeah because you know that they're humans. You know, the, yeah. you know that they are, but most of the time they're faceless. Yep, and they're anonymous. Basically, they're, um, which is what I really liked about Finn too. So yeah, um, but that's they've they really have so many clone centric arcs in the show, and I think it's just super cool. I, and they're I've like really all it. really good too. Yeah, like, really like good. You learn, um, yeah, like like that one for instance. It was really, really intense because, like, it was dark the whole time. Like, I think the first episode of it was called Darkness mm-hmm. on Umbara. Um, but, like, there's there's even an episode. It might be the last one in the arc where, like, that general makes these two different, like, battalions. He commands these two different battalions because he's, like, so he's just done with these clones and he just wants them to, like, all die. Mm-hmm. That he sends them after one another and tell them both tells both sides that uh, the enemy is disguised as clones, like they're wearing old clone armor or whatever. Yeah, that's right. And they end up killing their own brothers. And it's like Super one dark. of the most emotional and dark moments of the series. And yeah, that that whole arc is like one of the things I, I mm. go back and think about when I think about Clone Wars because I'm like, man, that was just like such a dark and hard to watch like mm-hmm. war story. But like... 
<clears throat> there's something to be said about the cinematography of an animated show mm-hmm. and i think about that when i think about that mandalore arc like there's a it's gorgeous there's man. a moment where holy crap like these doors open up, like like obi-wan's like running somewhere these doors open up and there's war just going on outside and he's just holding his lightsaber or something like in the middle of the shot and like everything around him looks so big and chaotic mm. and it's like a gorgeous shot yeah and uh, I just really appreciate the show. Man. I also have to give a shout out to the music. Um, yeah. Kevin Kiner, I believe. Yeah. Um, so I've had mixed feelings on the music for the first little bit of this show. Yeah. You know, it's clearly trying to be John Williams-esque at points. Even yeah. The, even the theme music is like slightly different. It's it's the... Down, down. But yeah. a slightly different timing, so I don't know if they just couldn't license it or something. <laughs> so it's like, it's just like slightly yeah. different timing, and it's kind of well, weird. I mean, George was like spearheading it, so I, I, mean, I think they just wanted something different for slightly it. Slightly different, yeah. yeah. So I don't know what, yeah. That was I always just thought that was kind of like, why did they change that? <laughs> yeah. But um, and then after that. Nothing just stuck out about the music. It wasn't bad, but it just nothing blew my mind. It was all just Star Wars. Yeah. I would say within the last couple of seasons, four, five, and six, the music. 100%. Yeah. It, there are parts where I'm like, holy crap, this is beautiful. <laughs> like, I have not, yeah. I have, I mean, seriously, bravo, man. Like, Kevin Kiner, you're doing and great. And the, the music in the trailer from the new season is awesome, awesome. as well. So yeah, I I think he does a Ooh. great job. I just realized I need to go back and watch the trailer now that I know what happened with Ahsoka. <laughs> oh yeah, because I've seen the trailer, but I don't know yeah. what's happened. And so. it doesn't. Yeah, like you've seen everything that I think the next season will. That's what I deal yeah, that's with. What told me. Yeah. yeah. So one last thing about the clones, um, I've really enjoyed the. There's an arc at the beginning of season six, and it's totally clone centric. Yes. And it's about, um, it's about a clone who. Um, it's fives. Well, it's Tup first. Oh, yeah, Tup. And then it's fives. But <clears throat> basically, w- one of the clones, um, his inhibitor chip mm-hmm. is it malfunctions. Um, and it's really that... Sorry. His inhibitor chip malfunctions. And that, that chip that's in there is what Order 66 is programmed on. And yeah. so it's meant to, you know... That's how they flipped the switch, which I always wondered how they did that, like why they did yep. that. So that made I re- I really enjoyed seeing that. But um, this um, this Tup character, he's a clone, and his inhibitor switch or in- inhibitor chip malfunctions, and he he just out of the blue kills a Jedi. Yeah, and it's like holy crap, what? Yeah, and then um, so basically this. It's about his friend Fives, and he's going through, like, trying to find what happened, and, like, and then Five goes on, Fives goes on an emotional journey of his own, and it's super sad, but it's super, like, it really, you also start to see this, the end of season five, and so far all of season six, lots of Palpatine, lots yep. of evil Palpatine, like, I'm seeing more yes. behind the scenes, like, the evil grins and stuff like that, so, like, yep. There, there's a lot of, that you see with Palpatine in season six with this stuff behind the scenes, and I'm thoroughly enjoying it. Even oh, yeah. though it's kind of weird that they just skip, they, they they don't mention Ahsoka at all. Yeah, and I mean like the 
<clears throat> I think I mentioned this like when I was talking to you last, but like something about season six is that it wasn't necessarily branded as like a continuation necessarily of the story of season it's five. It's almost like a B-sides. Yeah. It's That's kind what of, it feels it's, like. Yeah. But it's it was still called, super good. Yeah. It was called Lost Missions. Yeah. And yeah so yeah. I think it's literally just like, I think it is, it's still set after the events of season five. It is according to that, um, according to that order. chronological order. Yeah. Although I think there is one arc that is in a little, a little out in between. Of, yeah. Okay. But yeah. Gotcha. But that might be the, the one with the, what's the guy? The second arc is way more political. Um, it's got, Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, it's got a lot of Padme name? in it. And then the, it's that, Padme and the guy. Yeah. yeah I know guy. who you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, um, I think that's an earlier thing. Yeah, that that's that's highly likely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I I definitely um <clears throat> I think that 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 clone trooper arc you're talking about, it's so good like one because of just like the subject matter that it deals with. Like yeah. I think it's awesome to see um why the clones end up going haywire and stuff because yes. I mean like you I always wonder like do they know that they're in on this the whole time like what what's yeah. up with that no okay this flips a switch and they can't control the it. clones are genuinely good they just were tampered with so that makes so much more sense to yeah. me now and i'm like oh my gosh i love that yeah and so i love that and also i love that they used fives because fives if you remember he's been throughout the whole show i remembered the name fives but i couldn't remember what else he's, he's actually one of the first clones if you watch in chronological order which I know you didn't, but if you watch in chronological order, he's actually one of the first clones that you meet. Would he be a fir- one of the first five? <laughs> I'm sorry, I'll let it that out. That was bad, yeah. <laughs> um, no, <laughs> no, but it's uh, he was in that episode of Clone Cadets, where like you're learning about that team uh, on the thing that that they they couldn't get it together and stuff. I love that episode. It's like a Halo episode. Yeah, he was fives. I was just thinking about that episode today. Yeah, and I, I love and then, that episode. And then there's an episode that comes actually before it. The one that you would have seen him in first is the episode where he loses like almost all of those team members in rookies. It's in season one. I think it's like the fourth episode. Mm. But like. Three of the five of them, I think, mm-hmm. um, die mm-hmm. in that episode. And so, like, you get to see fives kind of along the way through the whole show. And so to have that arc be kind of the capper and using him as the one to sort of tell that story was so good, man. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, dude, I've been really enjoying it. I'm glad that I stuck with it, and I'm glad that, like, I've always wanted to finish it, but... Mm-hmm. Sometimes, you know, when you're wanting to restart a show or whatever, get back into it, it's hard to get yourself back into it. Oh, I get it. it. I haven't finished Fringe yet, so. Unbelievable. This guy (laughs) went to the finale of Fringe. Like, five seasons. He went to, he watched up until the finale, and he never watched the finale. And it's a beautiful finale. It's so much better than the lost finale. It's crazy. (laughs) It wasn't because I didn't want to watch it. It, I don't know how you could possibly do that. We wanted to watch it together, but then both our schedules got crazy, and we never ended up syncing up together. So it's my fault. Yeah. No, 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 no. Um, No, but yeah. And I'm just, the last thing I'll say about Clone Wars is I'm excited for you to watch the last arc because I know that you, you are like me in the way that your favorite stuff in Clone Wars sometimes is the mythology stuff Mm, you learn. Mortis, man. And the last arc I would say is 
up there with Mortis in the sense of the mythology that you get. It is wild. I cannot You're going to love it. I cannot wait. Yeah. All right. So that's all we have for Jedi business. Big news. I am almost done <laughs> with Clone Wars. Yeah. Sorry. It was a light news week it this was. week. So really this was. was the news that we had. <laughs> there was a leak about George Lucas putting out some sort of, uh, there was like an underground, there's like footage from something and it would looked, I don't know. I didn't think it was important enough to talk about really, yeah. but uh, yeah. I don't know. And that seems like a what could have been thing, and I'm not really interested in that, you know, as far as like. Yeah. <laughs> except for the script that yeah, we script. talked two hours for, about. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> let's get into our main topic. So today we're just going to talk about, like we said earlier, what do we love about Star Wars? How did we get roped into this universe, and what makes us, what makes us love it? Like everybody has different reasons, and. Um, everybody likes different things about the universe. Everybody dislikes different things about it. And everyone has different memories associated with it. So I just wanted us both to just have a fun little discussion about it. And maybe, um, and maybe uh, kind of just reminisce a little bit about some of this stuff. And maybe as y'all are listening, you guys can just be thinking about your own stories. And yeah your own memories and post them in our Facebook group and all that stuff. I actually posted in there the other day, but not many people have, <laughs> not many people have said anything yet. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I, yeah, I love this topic because I think that it's kind of an important part of being a star Wars fan is remembering why you love it. You yeah. know, I think that sometimes it can be easy, especially whenever you're not, maybe you're not the biggest fan of like the newest movie that came out or whatever. It's always important to remember why you first fell in love with it. And I think, I feel like me and Ben have both been talking about that a lot, you know? And yeah. so I think we both were just like, we need to have a light, positive, fun episode. Yeah. Where we're just literally talking. Although we did rank, like, our, we talked a lot about things that we love in the last episode. We still, I still just kind of want to get back to the basics on why. Yeah. Why, why do we love this stuff? It's kind of silly. Yeah. <laughs> but we do. So, Ben, why don't you start us off, dude? What, uh, What is your first memory with Star Wars? Let's start there. My first memory with Star Wars. Yeah. Do you have one that you remember specifically? So, I remember going to see... So, I remember a couple of things. Um, I remember, like... I don't remember a time that I didn't know about Star Wars. Like... I feel like I was introduced to it at a very young age. That you would have been because we were yeah, watching it when exactly. you were a baby. <laughs> yeah. So like I, I feel like I knew. Um, I I felt like I you know I'd watched the original trilogy first, but I don't feel like I actually have any memories necessarily of like when I first started watching it uh, tied to the original trilogy. Sure. So my first memories involve owning the Phantom Menace on. VHS and <laughs> carrying that around with me whenever I would like go places with my mom and she'd go over to a friend's house or whatever. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go in the living room and watch this. <laughs> and like, I just pop it in their v- VCR or whatever and just watch that. <laughs> uh, and so I remember doing that and I remember seeing attack of the clones in theaters. Um, wow. Now it's interesting because how, I, you, how old were you when that came out? Eight, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, wow. Okay. So I remember that. 
I remember that because of the Yoda moment. Oh, yeah. I remember freaking yeah. out in theaters. When I remember Yoda... everybody in the world freaked out about it. Yeah. It was like a huge moment, and mm-hmm. it was the first time we've ever seen him fight with a lightsaber. We were like, he has one of those? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I um, thought he was just weird. <laughs> I just thought he was weird and walked around with a cane. Um, no, yeah. he. Uh, so I remember that, and I think that, like, I always loved Star Wars. I always really, really liked it. But, man, I'll tell you, I think that seeing episode three in theaters is when I, like, went mm. full on with Star Wars. <laughs> like, I was... You know, Hold on. You know what's funny about this? What? The night that you fell in love with Star Wars, Dad fell asleep in the movie. Yes, I remember that. <laughs> I very much so remember that. We all made fun of him so bad. I was so mad because, like, I was, I was in the theater, and I remember looking over at him, like, when Anakin's walking into the Jedi Temple with, like, this legion of clone troopers behind him about to kill younglings. And I look, I'm like, I'm just like, oh my gosh, like, hands on my face. I'm just like, I look at my dad, and he's just, like, passed out. And I was like, how do you... <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't mean to interrupt. No, it's <laughs> funny. No, but I think that the thing, so what really made me fall in love with Star Wars, I mean, like, we could chalk it up to just, like, you know, the action in episode three was sick or whatever. But I was always... Which it was. It was. But I was always drawn to the universe. I was always drawn to the universe itself. And I think that's why I carried around that VHS tape with me whenever I... Of Phantom Menace when I would go around and stuff. I was like, I get to watch a movie about basically space wizards with laser swords. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Like, that's, 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 that's what I fell in love with was like... I could escape to this world for a while. Yeah. That in it exist essentially like magical people with swords made out of lasers and there's this mysterious cosmic force like at play and all the, like I think that just that whole idea of a universe like really resonated with me at a young age. Yeah. And so that's why I fell in love with it initially. And I like the memories I have are like going and seeing Attack of the Clones. And um, I remember Phantom Menace. Like I just I loved Darth Maul. I thought Darth Maul was so cool. Um, oh, he was. The pod racing. Oh, yeah. In episode one. I remember like getting that N64 game and being like, this is so. Now this is pod race. <laughs> um, I remember. Just falling in love with all of that. Um, yeah, I don't really know what else to say except for that. Just like, I think that I never, um, I just can't imagine a childhood without it. Yeah, and me so, neither. Yeah. I, so the my furthest memory that I have with Star Wars is, I don't think I watched A New Hope first. If I did, I don't remember it. Um the first memory I have with Star Wars is I watched Empire Strikes Back. Me and mom and dad and I guess Josh were over at a friend's house, one of their friends, mm-hmm. and they were watching the movie. And I watched with them, I guess. And I remember Hoth. And I remember the uh, AT-ATs. Mm-hmm. And I remember Luke. uh Reaching out. Reaching out and his lightsaber coming to him. Yeah. Using the force. Um, and I remember 
Han putting Luke into a tauntaun. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's weird. <laughs> I actually didn't understand what he did for a while mm-hmm. until I was older. I was like, oh, he put him in there. Um, but then I remember Yoda. I remember Dagobah. I remember the worlds. Yes. I remember Cloud City. I remember, like, it. there's so many things about Empire Strikes Back. And I think we talk about this all the time. What Star Wars does so well is the world building that yeah. they do. We In episode one, Naboo is sweet. Coruscant. Like, all these places in, you know, New Hope. Tatooine. Uh, you have, in episode three, Mustafar. And, like, there's, like, these awesome, awesome worlds. You got Endor. You got Dagobah. You got Hoth. So many cool, cool planets. And they're all so unique. And to me, Empire Strikes Back did that best. Mm -hmm. Because you had this ice planet of Hoth. And I was like, Star Wars and ice. This is weird. Like, I I didn't even really know what Star Wars was back then. But I just remember something got me in that movie. And I don't know why. But something just hooked me in that movie. And then that was my first memory, but the one that I watched the most as a kid. And I think what made me actually fall in love with Star Wars. So yours that you fell in love with Star Wars was Revenge of the Sith. Mine was Return of the Jedi. Mm -hmm. Return of the Jedi. I've always loved the Ewoks. Um, I am one of those. I I, I always loved them too. I love the Ewoks. And you know what? They're cute and everything. Um, those things are evil. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not evil, but those things are like... Vicious. Vicious. Like those... They were about to burn Luke and Han alive and eat them. <laughs> they're savages. <laughs> like they're savages. Yeah. They literally are like terrifying yeah. if you think about it. But they were just adorable and they worshipped 3PO so we saw the good side. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, I loved I loved the Ewok, especially when I was a kid. When I was, uh, when I was a kid, I would love it. So, we grew up on a farm. I don't know if you have many memories on the farm. I do. I have some. So, our yard was really big, and it had this. I don't know if you remember this, but it had this like the in, cutout. The cutout from yeah. there used to be a pool, and it like had been in there for so long. It was like a above ground pool, mm-hmm. but. It had been in the ground for so long, or on the ground for so long, that it cut out part of the ground. And there was this one part, it was like a half circle in our yard that was like higher than the rest. So I would love when it would be, (laughs) when uh, after it rained, Mm -hmm. there was a puddle in that hole. And so I would take my Han action figure, (laughs) and it was a Han on Endor action figure. So he had like the camouflage yeah. cape thing and uh, and my Luke action figure. And I would take them outside and pretend... Okay, this is weird. This is where my imagination took over. But <laughs> it, I was like... They were like Endor yeah. um, characters, but they were on... But I was pretending that I was on Dagobah because I used to love pretending they were in a swamp. Yeah. And so because I loved the... Uh, yeah. I, I, that's, that's just the world that I built in my yeah. head. And that's what Star Wars did for me. I I would just take these action figures outside in the snow and pretend it was hot. Like yeah. I loved doing all of that stuff. And I would say probably though, Return of the Jedi is what made me really actually fall in love. The the throne room scene, you know, that whole. I guess it's really like a fourth of the movie that they're up there. Yeah, in the throne room. 
And uh, I love all the Endor stuff. The space battle is it's one of the best space battles of all time. Ever, yeah. Um, it's It still holds up so well. But I, I watched that movie. Honestly, sometimes I feel like Return of the Jedi might be my favorite. I, I have a hard time saying it's better than Empire just because I feel like Empire is a perfect movie. Um, but <laughs> I get that. if you just go to the pure amount of joy that I get from watching a Star Wars movie. Return of the Jedi Return will of the do Jedi, it for you. It's, it is so good. And it is it is what made me fall in love with Star Wars. Return of the Jedi is so good. I, I, do, I remember watching Return of the Jedi when I was younger. Like, yeah, that probably because I was watching it on well, repeat. <laughs> yeah, Return of the Jedi, uh, of the original trilogy, is probably the one I watched the most as a kid. Mm-hmm. Because it was, like, it's what you said, like, it gives you that feeling. Of, it does. Like, like, you see all, and, I, and also, it's important to know that we grew up on the special editions. Oh, yeah. So, we did grow up on the ones that, like, added in Coruscant and stuff in the background. Um, yeah, that one. <laughs> but uh, wow. we grew up with like that that last scene. Where, I love like, it. Yeah. Me. yeah, I mean, I genuinely loved it, and it was like so. I remember watching Return of uh, Yeah Return of the Jedi, and like watching Return of the King, Return of the <laughs> Return of the King, uh, Return of the Jedi with like the Ewoks and everything like that. I loved as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, man, like when I was younger. I don't know if you remembered this, but you know, you and Josh would hang out a lot. I kind of made my own fun. <laughs> so um, sad. Well, I was also I I've always been like introverted, you know. So I mean, like I was fine hanging out with myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I like would go out in the woods with like some lightsabers and like a lightsaber, and I would just pretend that I was Obi Wan. And uh, Obi Wan was like always my favorite character. That's cool because um, most and, little kids would say Luke. Yeah, I did. Yeah, like I think a lot of kids would, mm-hmm. but like my favorite character was always Obi Wan. Um, and so I would always go out in the woods and pretend I was Obi Wan. Or after I played, um, there was a shift. I do remember there was a shift in my fandom, where I remember pretending I was the characters in the movie. I never pretended I was Anakin because I was like, oh, stupid mate. <laughs> betrayed the Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> the justice side of me was just like, I can't believe that guy. Stupid whiny guy who has no chemistry with his girlfriend. Like, but anyway. So, um, how old were you when having nah, those thoughts? <laughs> um, Eight years old. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's how bad it was. Um, <laughs> no, I. But I remember there was a shift where, like, I I remember episode three coming out, being a huge Star Wars fan, being upset, getting all these lightsabers, getting the episode three video game where you literally just play through scenes of the movie. Um, It was like one of those cheap games they just made on a whim or whatever. Yeah, just make this movie into a game. Yeah, they're like, like, all right, you'll get to play as play as Anakin and you know do perform Order sixty six or whatever, and it's like, oh god, I have to fight Jedi. Um, So, anyways, I I remember that. And I remember soon after getting Knights of the Old Republic on my Xbox. And, like, there was a shift in my sort of role-playing aspect of, like, going out in the woods with my lightsabers and stuff. Where, instead of pretending I was Obi-Wan, I was pretending that I was a character, like, that I created myself. And I was, you know, I was telling my own Star Wars story. And I was in the Old Republic. And I was going out 
and like I would go to the tomb of Ajunta Paul and like all these different things, you know, that you see in Knights of the Old Republic. Because once I played Knights of the Old Republic, um, you know, like Revenge of the Sith was the last Star Wars movie we got until the Disney era. So I just had to kind of make do with that and then like video games. <laughs> and so I just remember Knights of the Old Republic taking that imagination that I had to for Star level. Wars to another level. Yeah. And I fell in love with the worlds in that too. Like we, we, we did get to go to Kashyyyk. Um, where all the Wookiees are from, Ooh. which we see in episode three. Um, and then, but then outside of that, we also like, we went to Dantooine and I got to like, they're run. on Dantooine. Yeah. And I remembered that line, <laughs> um, whenever I was like, Oh, Dantooine, we're actually going to get to see it or whatever, mm-hmm. but then you get it like terrorists, which is basically like what, what used to be kind of what Coruscant ended up being. Oh. It was like a whole world that was a city. Um, but it was destroyed by Darth Malak in the game. Oh, okay. um, sorry. Yeah. Spoilers. If you haven't gotten past that part, Yo. but, um, <laughs> but yeah, um, uh, there's just all these, you know, awesome worlds and you go to Korriban, which is like the original, yeah. um, Sith world or whatever, which I think they actually may have changed in Canon to be called Moraban because it, you'll see it in the next. They arc, wanted but, more of it. Huh? Nothing. They wanted more. I'm of it. sorry. I'm Your sorry. jokes are bad today. They're terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I think I should punish myself by leaving these in the podcast. Yeah, yeah you should. Um, so, anyways, yeah, like I yeah. just, I, I do remember there being sort of a shift mm-hmm. at some point where I was so enthralled with the uh, the old republic. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, but again, it's kind of what you said. I think that we both have a similar reason of why we love Star Wars, though. Yeah. Where, like, it's the world. Yeah. It's the universe itself is just, like, we were drawn to it. How many things can you think of? How many, no matter, even if the movie is amazing or show, whatever, how many things can you think of that based off of those, like, based off of, like, a single movie, all of these things have now stemmed from it? Yeah. Can you believe, like, think about all of the things, all of the books, all of the games all of the movies, the shows, that all of the TV shows that go in between and thread throughout. There's so many things to build upon and you can just keep building. It's there's like a never ending like I don't I don't that is what I love about Star Wars. Yes. It's endless limitations to your imagination. Yeah. It's it's so crazy and yeah. there's nothing else like it. You know, I'm a Lord of the Rings freak. Like, I freaking love it. Uh, we just watched The Two Towers last night, nice. actually. Um, and uh, it's still awesome. But even that, it's like... Uh, I mean, yes, there's so there much is a limit. depth to it. But there is a limit. Like, there, you know, once you get to, you know, a certain point, you know, not every... I mean, they are making a TV show, which I'm excited about. Yeah. Uh, an Amazon show. Uh, but, you know, that's, that's it. Like, there's been the Hobbit movies and then this yeah. <laughs> after the the Lord of the Rings trilogy came out Star Wars Star Wars inspired all of these people to make to write books mm-hmm. how many books are there in the EU oh i don't i don't even know man there's hundreds right there's Probably. tons of them there's comics <laughs> yeah there are uh there's tv shows that you know all of these things Star Wars the original trilogy inspired all of these things 
and they just keep adding to it because people were inspired by them. Yeah. And it's it's one of the most influential it's it's just I don't know. I, that's why I love it. It's just because there's no there's no end to where they could go. And I think that a big reason for that is like their way of establishing what the force is. Like I think that a huge part of the universe being so large and expansive and unending is the fact that the force lives in all things Mm -hmm. and the force is mysterious. And like there, like there's so many movies where you learn of a new power in the force, Mm -hmm. you know, like you learn about these new things that you, that you can do with the force. Like whenever you saw the emperor first shoot lightning out of his fingertips, like that is wild. Mm -hmm. Um, Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like we think about it now. We're like, of course you could shoot lightning, but like that was insane in Return of the Jedi when you first see. No that. one had done that yet. Yeah, or uh, in episode, was it in episode five that Darth Vader first? No, no, no. It was in episode four when Darth Vader first force choked somebody. Yeah. Um, like even the thing. Uh, yeah, he did it. He did it in in a new hope yeah but he did it in episode five over skype <laughs> um yeah that was <laughs> skype <laughs> he um something else that we don't really think about very much because it's just like common practice now to us but when that moment that i talked about where luke um reaches out and his lightsaber comes yeah, to him that, that moment was, that was not done the first force in, pull yeah that was not done in yeah. In A New Hope, it was done for the first time in Empire Strikes Back. Can you imagine watching that in the theater? Yeah, like, the you can do that. Oh my god! Yeah, like, Ugh. or yeah, whenever, things, uh, whenever he, you know, like, I think it's actually really cool. Like thinking about it right now, the first, like, some of the first things we see with the Force in A New Hope is how the force guides us. Yeah. It's not even like, we don't even get a real sense of like, you know, how the Sith use the force, where they use it for the power and Mm -hmm. all that stuff. We see power. Um, We see, (laughs) we see Luke like about to destroy the death star. And he reaches out to the, he reaches out in the force. You hear Ben, you Mm -hmm. know, you hear him like use the force. Luke, um, and Stretch out with your feelings. Yeah, and he shoots the like torpedoes into the thing that mm-hmm. they explained in Rogue One. Um, and so I like I love it that some of the first ideas we got of the Force was how it like the Jedi use it to guide them. Yeah. It's not you are using the Force; it's the Force guides you. Yeah, and that's such a cool thing. I and love I, that, dude. And I, and so I good. love it that. Just like because of the way that they describe the force and the way that it's mysterious and all of this stuff, yeah. you can do so much with it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm not bothered whenever they introduce a new power in a movie because I'm like, that's freaking awesome. Like, that's what I watch Star Wars for is for those moments where, like, every movie in the original trilogy gives us a new force power. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that people forget that sometimes whenever they're like, what do you mean that, like, you know, like, why is Rey suddenly so good at being a Jedi or whatever? And it's like, because the Force is, like, you know. The Force picked her. <laughs> the Shut Force, up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, literally, that's how I feel. I'm like, guys, it's it's Star Wars. Like, you don't have to be a Jedi master to be really good at the Force. I think we learned that in episode one. Yep. Like, 
Yeah, like, Anakin was strong in the Force, yeah. but he didn't know what he was doing. He didn't know what he was doing, yeah. which, you know, you could chalk that up to lazy writing, but I decide not to. <laughs> I, I, I decide to, you know, mm-hmm. just go with the idea, which I think is honestly what George Lucas was going for, which is that the Force lives in all things it binds us together and you know it, many chlorians yeah you know those wonderful things um <laughs> but yeah let the midichlorians guide you <laughs> sorry honestly watching clone wars i have less of a problem with midichlorians i don't know did they discuss them in the clone wars you might hear a little bit about them in the last arc oh really <laughs> okay a little bit cool it's it's not a lot you might still hate them it's fine but i at least <laughs> i at fun. least like that like i have a little more explanation yeah on them well i'm excited to see what they say about i'm them. just excited for you to watch that Sorry. i i'm really <laughs> excited too um something you said earlier i just and it kind of sent me down a little trail here in my mind um, you said that episode three was the episode that made you fall in love with Star Wars. And then you said that you, um, when you were a kid, you would go and when you would play outside with yeah. your lightsaber, you were not Luke. You were Obi-Wan. Yeah. Well, why? Because you saw the prequels when you were a kid. Yeah. And you wanted to be young Obi-Wan and yeah. then middle-aged Obi-Wan. Probably. I still want to be Obi-Wan. I do too. But like that's... <laughs> That's that was your original trilogy. Yeah. Really? I mean, you probably saw the old ones yeah. before that, but that and was what those were the ones that you grew up with. Yeah. You wanted to be that Obi-Wan. When I was a kid, I wanted to be Luke. I loved Luke. It, Luke is strong even when he's tempted by the dark side and he has every reason to want every reason to kill Darth Vader in Return of the Jedi. He says he he closes his lightsaber and he says, "Never, yeah. I will never, I will never join you." And he throws his lightsaber, and then only a Sith deals in absolutes. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> uh, sorry, you can't see eye rolls on podcasts, but they're happening. Um, <laughs> no, but I and you know, I, I'm thinking about that, thinking about you, and when you were a kid, you know, people can say whatever they want about this sequel trilogy. Um, I know for a fact that the sequel trilogy is going to be a ton of kids' original trilogy. Oh, yeah. Already, I I think I mentioned this on a previous podcast, my wife has, since we have been together, I showed her the Star Wars movies. Yeah. She prefers the sequels to any of them. Those are her Star Wars movies. She's going to want to rewatch The Last Jedi, Force Awakens, and um, Rise of Skywalker more than the old ones. And... That's fine with me because that's her original trilogy. Yeah. There's going to be kids wanting to be Ray. Okay, that's awesome. You should want to be Ray. Ray I love that. Yeah. There's going to be kids wanting to be Finn. That's amazing. I yeah. love it. Like, that is the beauty of Star Wars. Think about the generations that that crosses. Yeah. Think about that. 1977, 1999, 2015. Like, they're all humongous gaps. Humongous gaps. Which and is yeah. Yeah, it's just which is why I'm excited for the future of Star Wars mm-hmm. because we're just going to get more stories that yeah. people are going to connect with and kids are going to connect with. Yeah. And kids are going to go and like go out into the woods with their lightsabers yeah. or with their Nerf guns and pretend that they're Poe and And like, you know what? Like we pretended that we could stretch out and Get yeah. a lightsaber to come to our hands when we were Or kids. open the door at the 
supermarket. (laughs) That I literally did that the other day. Um, (laughs) At Kroger. Yeah. Um, like I'm not kidding every time. Um, like we did that when we were kids. Yeah. There's going to be kids playing lightsabers with each other and they're going to do the thing where Ray like transports her lightsaber to Kylo. Yeah. They're going to be pretending to do that. Yeah. That's their thing. I had a friend growing up like you remember remember Tommy? Tommy Timmer. Yeah. I had <laughs> What's up, so Tommy. So, uh we would pret- we would literally act out like probably hundreds of times. We acted out um, full dialogue, mm-hmm. the whole scene on Mustafar where Obi-Wan and Anakin fight each other. And I was always Obi-Wan because <laughs> I knew I would win. And I, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Did you always have the high ground? Yes. <laughs> um, it's actually lots of places in our yard for you to have the high ground. Yeah. Trampoline. <laughs> like lots of places. <laughs> yeah. The little like rocklet. Yeah. But anyways, um, yeah. So we would always act that out. And I remember because he was also better at acting angry than I was. So it just worked <laughs> on a like on an acting level. Like I couldn't capture that emotion. You could never you know? play Anakin unless you played kid Anakin. <laughs> yeah. I literally, no way. Yeah. I was just much better at being Obi-Wan than I was at Anakin. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I think he, he genuinely wanted to be like, like he wanted to play Anakin. That was just more fun for him too. Yeah. I was like, this works perfectly. Yeah. Um, so yeah. And I think it's really exciting to think about kids now that they're going to go out and they're going to pretend to be Ray. And Ray Kylo. versus Kylo. Yeah. Or they're gonna go out and pretend to be, you know, Finn mm-hmm. uh, or Poe with like pretend that their soccer ball is BB-8 or whatever. Yeah. And like, you know, it's just cool to think about these things it's and so how cool. people learn Star Wars. And like, it's cool how the world of Star Wars is always changing and evolving. And like, you get these new powers. Even in Clone Wars, you meet. Uh, there's an episode where you meet that Jedi Quinlan Voss. He's kind of a weirdo. He's got the like the dreads and stuff. Yeah. That he he has a spe- he has a unique force power where he interacts with objects and can see their history, and like you get to see that in Clone Wars. And there's actually a book that follows him and Asajj Ventress. And they have like a little side mission. It's called Dark Disciple. It's good. But um, I've heard of that book. Yeah, it's a good book. Um, but yeah, they uh like there's that thing and there's I think that actually Jedi Fallen Order you have that ability as well like certain jedi have different unique abilities Mm. and i think that's a beautiful thing as well in the star wars universe is that you know it just because one jedi can't do it like like that's why i hate the whole everybody freaking out about like the force healing in rise of skywalker how they're like yeah they're like oh well then obi-wan could have just i guess that he could have healed qui-gon but oops nope didn't didn't like know how to do it i guess or whatever i love what you said about that did you, oh where's... you said something about that because i i think i brought that up i was like why would he why you know why would we just now be seeing that for the first time yeah. or something and you had a really cool answer to that yeah i think i had said something along the lines of like there's a couple of things it could have been you know mm-hmm. it could have been that obi-wan being part of the actual jedi order they were much more like they followed a lot of different rules and so they learned the whole path of you follow the force yeah. you don't just abuse it and so in that moment he could have been like he could have maybe wanted to heal him but he knew it was not the will of the force for him to live you know uh not whereas as he was not as least. he was at least <laughs> uh whereas ray um 
had no no like formal training you know i mean mm-hmm. she had luke but luke didn't have that either uh luke was removed from the actual order itself so i think that not removed but you know what i mean like he lived removed from it yeah um and so uh but and then also you could also just give that to the fact that of the whole like some jedi have unique abilities so why wouldn't ray and kylo being part of this force dyad be two jedi that do have the ability to heal people with the force just like baby yoda does Mm -hmm. so um i just think it, it adds more mystery it adds more largeness to the universe when we have these things you know there's a something flying over us. <laughs> I feel like every podcast. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter what time we do it at. Yeah. Um, but yeah. yeah. That's that's the reason I love Star Wars. I think that my next big memory with Star Wars that like stuck with me more than anything. I Obviously, I remember seeing Clo- uh, Attack of the Clones. I remember seeing Revenge of the Sith. But I don't have any magical moments with it in my mind like in the theater. What I remember the most after that is leading up to the force awakens and uh all the the teaser trailers Mm. coming out and all that stuff and the feeling of sitting in that theater watching a star wars movie for the first time in what 11 12 years well however long it was since the revenge of the sith had come out it was a long time and it was just the most magical experience and you know when we ranked these movies the disney era of star wars movies that is one of the reasons why the force awakens was so high and it could be number one on any given day yeah it's because of the magic yeah the magic that that movie has that whole opening act on jakku and um and all of that stuff it it and then Kyla, yeah, all of that stuff is just, it's Star Wars, it's magic. It really is on top of the fact that we were watching Star Wars in a theater. It yeah. was just so exciting. And the, I will never forget the yeah. magic that was there. I keep saying magic over and over, but no, it really that, was. That man. is exactly what it was. Like, I remember there was so much electricity, if you will, <laughs> in the air that night. Like, I, whenever the trailer dropped, and freaking Fandango and all the outlets were just down because everyone was trying to buy tickets. Uh, yeah. My mom got in and bought <laughs> tickets for like me and a bunch of friends to go see it. And so, um, I remember that night that I, you know, I just like, it's like you said, it was the first time since revenge of the Sith that I was getting to see star Wars in theaters like I'm, I'm getting like, like I'm getting emotional thinking about it right now. Yeah. I, I remember just being so excited that day. I woke up and I turned on the Force Awakens soundtrack, even though I hadn't seen the movie yet. And I was listening to the soundtrack all day, and I watched the trailer like seven more times and cried every time. And then I went to the theater and I was just sitting there and I was like, I can't believe I'm about to see a new Star Wars movie. Yeah. And the opening crawl started and tears just uncontrollably just started falling out of my eyes. Like, I was just like, this is happening. Like Luke has vanished. Yeah, Luke has vanished. <laughs> um, it was so good. It yeah. was so much fun. And it's like you said, like, seeing the practical stormtroopers and, like, them, like, running out on, you know, Jakku yeah. and everything. It was, oh, it was so cool. Yeah. 
Yeah, so that is why we love Star Wars. That's some of our fondest memories. Um, do you have anything else to add to that? I think we're we're yeah. doing pretty good on time. I think we're we I feel we feel like we've covered everything yeah. at least on my end. Yeah, I think I'm good. I just I love thinking about this like through the lens of a child again. Yeah. You know? Um I love the world of Star Wars. Yeah. It's just great. Me too. I love these conversations. I do too. I do as well. Okay, so um, so you guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, if you could go to our Facebook group, yeah, a certain point of view discussion group mm-hmm. on Facebook, and it is it has been fun, and this this group has been really cool about you know not everyone is always you know sunshine and rainbows on there. Like there's people who dislike certain things or whatever, but that's totally fine because they this group has been a really fun way to a really fun. Uh, community to you know have little debates yeah. in and um, and just share opinions and all that stuff because it we don't we literally don't allow toxicity <laughs> like, yeah we like literally if you do that you're gonna be out so yeah um so you guys come come join the the Facebook group it is it's a, a positive place it's a positive place on Facebook so you just yeah. by that alone you should join it's a rare find <laughs> um also go uh go find us on Instagram at point of view pod and email us at povpodcast2 at gmail.com and uh guys once we when we have some more um when we have some more answers in the facebook group we'll we'll read some more um on the on the podcast and stuff too i I feel like we had like two people yeah and i will say uh, i loved andrew's answer because it was really simple it was like space magic i was gonna say if i could sum up my whole (laughs) answer into two words it would just be space magic (laughs) space wizards yeah (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah, so you guys, thank you so much for listening. Be sure to uh, subscribe, rate, and view the podcast. That really mm-hmm. helps us. And uh, Ben, is that all you have? That's it. All right. Well, you stay classy. <laughs> I'm changing That's it up. wrong. <laughs> That's not right. May the force be with you. Always. Always. <laughs>